I have done a horrible mistake. When I pressed buttons, I missed one. What'd you miss? The, the important one. Record? Did you miss the yes. record button? I missed the record button. I pressed every button but oh. the record button. Okay. Uh, hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics. This is a 5th edition Homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. This is Introduction Take 2. Tonight's episode is episode 25, Notice Eviction. My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening. Tonight I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, EO, Jen, Matt, and Cindy. And what happened last week? Well, unfortunately, since this is the second time we're doing this, we don't have a page recap. <laughs> but we did find neat robot. Yes, we went to a canyon where the Myconids had settled. And there were no Myconids there, but there was an eviction notice. And then at the end, there was... A bad or Yeah. And uh, someone shot some magic at it, and then it attacked us. So we killed it. I finally got to throw the Hammer of Thunderbolt yeah. or something. And it and was awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, and it know. was praying to a no. Yeah, I don't get that part. But the hammer kind of stopped that a bit, you know. The hammer of minimal safe distance. Minimal safe distance. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's all you need. <laughs> None of you minimum, had minimal safe distance. Minimum. Minimal safe distance is probably what not... we had, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what you had. <laughs> Exactly. It wasn't what you needed, it was what you had at the time. <laughs> you were minimally safe. Well, it didn't Cobalt stun all Osha, of us. I mean, you know. Kobold Osha is going to have some complaints. <laughs> That's a euphemism for me getting yelled at by mom, isn't it? <laughs> well, she was I mean, the one did. who intimidated Kobold Osha into existence. Yeah, that's true. That's canon. Yep. Yep. And Skelvar Osho apparently was invented by Paige the Kenku. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to pick up this session right where the last session left off, where this ship that had spikes that turned that were apparently tentacles, and on closer inspection, they were they were moving like they weren't made of metal. It's just that they have a significant amount of joints in them, and that's what allowed them to be flexible. They weren't like defying physics. I mean, it was flying. It was defying physics in some regard, but... Or maybe it was following laws of physics that you weren't aware of yet. But Chrome is here, so <laughs> my condolences. <laughs> and also, there was an orb that had a bunch of tiny little um, spiky blades that came out and did lots of nope damage. That was the thing that was praying to a no. Uh, that got destroyed by, if I remember correctly, um, a scorching ray. And none of us use the get em ray comment, which we should have. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And inside of that was a passenger. It wasn't a construct. It was a spacesuit. Yeah, the spacesuit had a no in it <laughs> because it was some type of blob that had a bunch of eyes and mouths and tentacles. Uh, but it went squish due to an Earth elemental squishing it. And then the spaceship, when it got squishing right out of the air, also squishing it. It was two squishes for the price of two. The conga line of squishes. Time to look for a helm. It, it was that scene from Airplane, the movie, where everyone's just getting in line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that scene, okay. Yes. <laughs> and LFA is once again joining us in Twitch chat. Hello, LFA. So glad to see you. Archbeth has joined us in Discord chat. Hello, Archbeth. I'm looking forward to once again saying that I will not read out loud what you've typed <laughs> because it's apparently a thing that has occurred. But moving forward, 
uh, you are standing around the wreckage, which is still, I will say canonically, because Scorching Ray was used, among other things, smoking. Oh, dear. We don't want this thing eating up too much oxygen. Uh, do I have it prepared? To be fair, it's not going Ray to use frost. up an entire atmosphere worth of oxygen. The moon does have a breathable atmosphere at this time. So I shouldn't uh, turn my sidearm to Ray of Frost? I mean, you can if you want to. The DM will not stop you. Yes, but will the other PCs? Well, I don't have as to whether or not the DM stops you. I don't have create water prepared, so I probably wouldn't stop you. All right, let's see if I can aim this ray of frost so that the the, uh, cold edge of the cold beam just uh, scrapes along the thing. I don't want to damage it more too much. Chroma continues to babble as she does. It cost you anything to cast cast ray of frost? I'll help out with prestidigitation then and start putting some fires out. Okay. I'm just going to get out of the way. I'm not going to require rolls for this. There's various pops as the metal cools and stuff, and the, the parts that were smoking are not smoking anymore, except for, um, well, that, that horrible blobfish of a thing. It, it still looks like it's smoking. Well, okay. Okay, well, the smoke is kind of congealing. Uh, now it's Are... all lifting up in the blob. Oh, okay. you're alive. The blob of darkness is attached to the worst astronaut by a bunch of inky black tendrils as it lifts up. Some of them are definitely pulling on the worst astronaut and then breaking free like they're bands of elastic. Fascinating. Now I see what uh, that spider orb thingy was based off of. And when they snap free, they keep writhing around like crazy. This is a thing that is not staying still. And in its center is an orb of shadow that every now and then you think you see an eye. All right. That's pretty weird. What are you? Does it look like this thing is trying to retreat? If it's planning on retreating, it doesn't seem to be blasting off again. Hmm. Um... I'm going to cautiously transfer the hunter's mark to this creature. Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna, it is definitely a creature. going to try to um, talk in deep speech, even though I know now that I have a horrible accent. So, um, <laughs> um hello? It, it is a, you blaspheme at the highest order by saying hello cheerfully in deep speech. <laughs> This speech is not the language of cheerfulness and happiness and greetings. It, it is the language of dread and terror and insanity. Not, hello? <laughs> and I am here for all of this. Um, all of you hear a voice in your head. And because it's in your head, it seems to be speaking perfect draconic. Why would you? Um, we you uh, attacked us. Did we misinterpret that? Well, you interfere with the plan. Why? The Mego we will don't. not be good What's masters the plan? for you. Wait, what? You do not know of the Mego. Uh-uh. No. They're kind of like the Shigo, but the Shigo were defeated by Kim Possible many years ago. Are there anything I, like the Miyus? Or the Mies? They're kind of like the U-Stop. They're actually the polar opposite of the U-Stop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm a horrible person. So, with, with all of that said, back to trying to be serious. Emphasis <laughs> on trying. I know I will never actually achieve it. The Miko are our 
enemy, opponent's adversary. It all three of those words are the same word. It's kind of a mix. It's in your head. They are our antithesis. You will not do well to serve them. Far better um, to join us. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So What's an ego look like? No, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. So you're saying there's a war and we need to pick sides? If you oppose us, you have picked a side. We don't know anything um, about either side. I kind of thought that you were we an orb that infected that one of our people with a something that made them go real weird and bad and attack one of our leaders. So, um, again, not really sure what's going on. We needed a scout. Individual lives are inconsequential in the light of our great dread lord. Well, I disagree. You have chosen. Mm-hmm. I choose stars, us, the kobolds, the circle the of tails. stars align and our lord awakes, all will be remade. But you will not live. See that day. And roll for initiative. Uh, okay. Thirteen. I have somehow rolled a seven. That's with the plus three. Uh, nine. I see a 19 for snacks. Zax, don't you get advantage on initiative? Me? Uh, Zax. Oh. Yeah, I rolled a four, and then there's a plus three, so I have a seven. I have no idea why that happened. I just hit the button on the um, D&D Beyond thing. Well, by advantage, I think you can like twice? hit it twice. Okay, I'll yeah. try again. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the dice roller in, in uh, Beyond does anything. Okay, yeah, that's better. Um, this one's a twenty. Seventeen plus three. That's better. <laughs> Got a twenty. And I need to roll for your opponent because they are not in D and D Beyond, so I can't just press a button for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got a nat twenty on my initiative, which is not the nat best 23. place for the healer to get a nat twenty. Oh, <laughs> and thought of that, yeah. Well, actually, that's a fantastic place for the healer to get a nat 20 because you can hold your action. That's true. And to be fair, I'm probably going to spend the first round healing myself because yeah. I took pretty close to half my damage in the last fight. Oof. Well, probably took more than half of that on on So, um, mm-hmm. for the record, this source book that I'm using uh, is um, it's the Tome of Beasts by uh, Cobalt Press, aptly named Cobalt Press. <laughs> <laughs> And on the opposing page for this thing that you're going to be fighting is a thing that you will not be fighting. It's called a wampus cat. And the entire time I've been prepping for this, I've been looking at that other page and thinking that uh, there's a chance that everything will go cattywampus. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a pun that I could contain. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Fair cop. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, So... Zenosha, I will allow you to go first. Okay. Cattywampus is an IT term we use co- frequently. I believe it has something to do with networking cable. Oh, yeah. You go Cattywampus <laughs> f- uh, five times or six times. <laughs> something to that effect. So, you just trying to figure out what level I want to cast this at? All. Cast it at all levels. I'll spend a third level spell slot to cast Cure Wounds on myself. It you know, did pretty well on the roll. Killed myself for 23 points of damage. Which brings me pretty close to full. And then what do I have for bonus action? And I'll also drop a healing spirit somewhere where I think everyone can get to it. And healing spirit is just, it's a spirit that exists in one spot of the map that if you're injured, you can go to it for some health points. So everyone keep that in mind. It should be pretty persistent unless they lose concentration. All right. 
Okay. So you'll notice I said I will allow you to go first. It's because you share initiative. Uh, so everyone's going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, 21 my elemental, my elemental will last for an hour, so he's probably still hanging around. Okay. So hopefully your he elemental is very dexterous. They usually are not. Thirty <laughs> uh, twenty from Neri. Okay. Anything above a well, anything fifteen or above is a success. Turret and I both failed. As did Zenosha. I'm glad I got to pop those healing spells. Plus two. Okay. So this thing is made of nope. A bunch mm-hmm. more nope rises from the ground around you. Uh, Does it look like that one? Um, thematically, yes. Okay. One second. So everyone who made their save, mm-hmm. this is just an aesthetic feature. You might not be pleased with this aesthetic. It, you feel like you've stepped into a Spencer's Gifts or a Hot Topic, and you want to step out immediately. There's, there's a bunch of Generation Z people in there. You don't understand them. Uh, everyone who failed their save is going to take bludgeoning damage and be restrained. Oh, man. But how much bludgeoning damage, Crash? Well, I'll tell you as soon as I roll. Uh, that will be 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Only if you failed your save, though. If you pass your save, you take no damage at all. And how many points did you say? 13. 13. Okay. And um, buckets down. Oh, no. They failed their save. And my healing spirit's down, because I failed my concentration save. Oh, wow. Now, would your healing spirit have done anything on the turn that was summoned? If I summoned it to occupy the same space as someone, which my priority was putting it somewhere where everyone could get to. Okay. Turret is still up. And not quite bloodied. I am also not quite bloodied. Snacks is, and I think the elemental is exactly a bloodied. Okay, Zax, how are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> I will rage. And um, let's see. Okay, we're standing right next to the one we broke that threatened us, right? It, I would say that you are all within melee range, yes. Okay, and then... The other ones, I'm trying to understand proximity. Like, where are the, they? The other things that? are a spell effect. You can't attack it. They're a spell effect. Okay. Yeah. Imagine, if you will, the so. worst of terrain features. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go after the uh, obnoxious pile of goo, and I'm going to um, hit it with the hammer thunderbolts. Okay. And... Uh, it says here that it has damage immunities to hammer of thunderbolts. <laughs> it didn't the other day. That is not <laughs> Where to grow that one from? <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's a hit DC plus eleven. I've hit a twelve. I've got a twelve from the dice. Um, not rolling very well today. Did I do that it was wrong? A twelve total. Yeah. Because you have like plus ten to hit or something like that. Yeah. What is the dice doing? So if, if I think you sure rolled that right one. Button. Did it say you roll a one? No. I don't know what it. Okay. <clears throat> I just did it again. Yeah, you got, can't you got two straight. spots. One of them is rolling to hit, and the other one is rolling your damage. You may have yeah, rolled I damage. Yeah, I think I may have hit the hit DC thing for the javelin that's on the next line and not realized it. So I've corrected that. <laughs> um. Yeah, because if you're rolling numbers that you technically, it's impossible for you to roll because of your bonus to hit, I am going I to I probably hit it. the wrong button. Yeah, I mean, I probably hit the wrong button. Um, either that or this thing's really wonky, but we'll see as this goes on. Um, 
So now I have a 10 plus 11 for a 21. Yeah, that, that sounds a little better because your, your bonus yeah. to hit is plus 11, and I think you said you rolled an 11. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I am going to come out there and say, as the, DM, yeah. as the DM, I am certain that you accidentally pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I, I think I did. And I probably I, hit the one below it. Yeah. So, okay, so I have but a 21. Yeah, you, you smack it really hard. Roll your damage. All right, damage. And that one is bizarre. Okay, so it's a 2d6 plus 8. It has given me two twos plus 8 for 12 on that hit. Okay, that, that's a palatable hit. Yeah, it'll do. Um, and I have another hit I can do if I hit the right button again. Okay, this like time it. this time it has given me a 3 on the dice, plus 11 for 14. Uh, 14 is going to be a miss. Uh-huh, see, that's what I thought. I might go back to my dice next time around, because <laughs> <laughs> this is not working, man. Um, okay, well, the first so, one was a hit. The first one was, like, over 20, so yeah, it was a hit. But now, I'm think- now I'm wondering, since the first roll that I did seemed like it couldn't be, and the second one seems like it... Second one was fine. The third one was like kind of sounding a little weird. Um, so now I'm questioning numbers again. But anyway, I, I just like I, it because all things considered, considering how late at night we play and all the uh, other factors involved, I like right, that it does right. the math for us. I do too, but it seemed questionable somehow. So okay, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's all I can do. Okay. Well, you rage, and you, you yes. said you were fine to begin with, and the more you rage, the closer you are to fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and and this uh-huh. void creature appears to be slightly indigo colored. It's, just, it's weird. Mm. I, I I don't know. What yeah. Um, <laughs> snacks. All right. This thing's trying to uh, attack us. Uh, I have found that I do not need to uh, do anything to direct this creature, uh, other than direct it with words. I can still do other spells while doing so. My elemental spirit. So I will send the elemental spirit in closer to the blob and try to get it to pound it. I will then also try to ray of frost it from a safe distance, hopefully a minimal safe distance, (laughs) and we will see how much it enjoys cold damage. So I drew my ray of frost first. I actually misread damage immunities here. It's not that it's immune to a hammer of thunderbolts. It's immune to kobold. (laughs) (laughs) I have rolled a 15 for the ray of frost. That will be a miss. That will be a miss. Okay. Warning shots. Have been replenished. Creature gets, I think, two elemental fists. Bang, bang. Yes. Slam, slam. Plus eight. That will be a three for the first one. Where are we going? So opening a Discord support page. I did not want that. (laughs) Second fist is also a three. So three three strikes, I'm out. Okay. Chroma. Well, Ballista? Hey, this looks like it's going to haunt my dreams. Uh, Apparently, I do dream of electric sheep, but the electric sheep are hideous monstrosities now. Thanks to this thing. I look forward to making it go away. Can I make it go away now? Yes, absolutely. Let's make it go away. In my history of giving PTSD to the various characters, I have now given it to a character I'm RPing myself. Yeah. (laughs) I have mixed feelings about this. Um, okay, so do I have pack tactics? Yes. Okay, that will just be a straight D20 roll then, because I also have disadvantage because both the turret and I are restrained. And that's going to be a miss from the turret. And that's range of touch. I can't really do that, considering. So instead of healing JR, I am 
going to shoot a ray of frost at the horrible monstrosity. And that's a 24. And that's a hit. Technically speaking, it's an aberration, not a monstrosity, but that's nitpicking. (laughs) Fair enough. And that's going to be 23 cold damage. You would think a being from the dark places between the stars would be fine with cold. You'd think that. (laughs) You'd be wrong, but you'd think that. Okay, it is... You don't get to hurt JR, and you don't get to hurt our people. You do not comprehend how meaningless your lives really are when you are not serving our dread lord. Well, your life's about to become meaningless. Your dread lord can jump in a lake. Um, maybe. I don't actually know if your dreadlord is physically capable of doing that or what your dreadlord is, but it can metaphorically jump in a lake. Okay, so at this point, instead of saying dreadlord, they say a name, but I've already established the name sort of just washes over you. You can't, it doesn't stick in your brain enough for you to repeat it. The only member of your party that was able to repeat it out loud was JR, and they're currently making death saves. By the way, I just rolled for JR, because their turn is after yours, and they have one success. Okay. Um, so, it says, Our Lord lies sleeping within a gas giant. Soon the worlds around it will align. It will awake from its slumber, and none will stand or sit or or swim. That, However, the beings choose to position themselves. They will not oppose us. You're very confident. I know a librarian who fought God. I know, barbarian who might these God. All right, who's up next? That would be Neri. Oh, I didn't realize everybody else had gone. Um, we took an RP break. It's okay. <laughs> Just remember to wash your hands after an RP break. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and shoot arrows at it. It's a risky strategy. Let's see if it pays off. That's a 21 to hit. A 21 will hit. Uh, for, you know... 14 plus 5 is 19 damage. Okie dokie. And uh, you know what? I'm going to have my little parasite go suck on it. Okay. This is one of the worst scenarios I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> little Metroid parasite going over to try to, to suck energy out of a hideous void monstrosity. <laughs> well, aberration. I've already established. So it gets uh, plus 4 to hit. Oh, it won't hit. It misses. It's sort of just floating in there, surrounded by the void tentacles. Yeah. You've never seen it position itself in a way where you felt like it was regretting its life choices. (laughs) But this might be something to file away for later. Oh, that's what that looks like. Okay, Zenosha. Okay, so I'm going to start off by casting Healing Word on Cogbucket, assuming he's 60 feet away or less. There. And what? They, not he. Uh, I think. Yeah, also, my said. I forgot to do something last turn, and I apologize for totally missing out on this. It is my fault. I'm not going to roll back the clock for this, so you miss out. At the start of each of your turns, anyone who was restrained should have taken an additional 3d6 bludgeoning damage. Wow. So should I take uh, that I now? If, if you failed your save, I honestly forget who failed their save and who didn't. I was one of the ones that did. Okay, you have to use an action to break free, or you can just take the damage. Well, you're going to take the damage either way, but you can use an action to break free. Okay, good thing healing words a bonus action. Okay, uh, that's going to be 12 points of bludgeoning damage from the tentacles. Noting that on my character sheet, and 
I'll still cast Healing Word on Cogbucket Jr. I healed them for five points of damage. And since Healing Word's a bonus action, I'm going to try to break free. So I've got good news for you. Mm-hmm. Well, one, that spell works just fine. That's wonderful. Uh, also, you have a choice. You may make a strength or dexterity check. Uh, I'm not very good at either of those, but I am better at dex. There, there are a few kobolds that would pick strength as the option. <laughs> we are traveling with one. Yep. We are traveling with one who was trained by another. Yep. Got really lucky on the dice for a total of 22. For a moment, people viewing this encounter think that you've gone Venosha again. But no, you were just ripping free of the black inky tentacles. You weren't turning into Venom as you have done on more than one occasion now. All right, cool. I think that's pretty much the end of my turn. Okie dokie. Now, next up is this void thing. And let's see, what's it going to do this time? It is... Oh, that would be too mean. I, that, would, that would be cruel. Um, it is going to fly 50 feet up. So anyone who wishes to make an attack of opportunity can attempt to do so. I might do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm in range. I'm going to try. I don't think you can do that with a ranged weapon. Really? <laughs> or can you, but you just get disadvantage? I don't think ranged weapons are applicable for attacks But if it's moving... Okay, can you try to just... bite it? You could attempt to bite it if you, you could attempt to bite you it. really want to. I but if I was like... If I was just hitting it, though, I'd be, like, on top of it as it tried to move up, maybe? Well, you you tried hitting it with your hammer before. You did quite well with right. that. So you could just swing at your hammer again. It's it's moving up 50 feet in the process of it moving away from you. That's when you get to take a swing at it. Ah, okay. It's, it's currently within melee range of the party. Okay. It's deciding it doesn't want to be. Okay, I am not um, proficient in biting. We have established. We have also established it is a finesse Ooh. weapon. I'm guessing a 15 will not hit. A 15 just misses, actually. Can I throw a javelin at it? Uh, not as an attack of opportunity, no. Uh, uh, I do see that okay. Zenosha got a 19 with... I love that you are referring to it as the anti-seagull stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I used my melee electric charge last fight, I believe. So this is just going to be a small bit of bludgeoning damage. Okay, the dice seem to briefly like me. I'm expecting them to turn soon, but nine damage. It's bloodied. The parasite hits with a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) The parasite crit! Oh, wow. It gives a mighty dink. I'm sorry? It still only does one damage, but now it's latched on. It's going om nom 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 nom. Yes, LFA. It is an excellent name. That is some stick. So we (laughs) now have Venosha and Yodosha. (laughs) <laughs> yep. We 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 had Yodosha from episode one, if I remember correctly. But yes, I think so. Yeah. Hey, you want to know what's fun about the parasite latching on? You still have pack tactics. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, it's an ally. Yeah. Counts. Okay. Well, that was its movement. It is still going to do something else. And what it does is it creates a magical sphere of darkness around it. So the void that it's made of just sort of blossoms out into a sphere. Eh, I had disadvantage anyway. <laughs> yeah, but the pack tactics negates it. Right. And you cannot have double disadvantage. It's true. Zax. Um, let's see. I will give you this boon. Okay. We talked before about 
minimum safe distance? We did. <laughs> What's the minimum safe distance? What's the minimum safe distance on a hammer of thunderbolts? It's we 30, um, 30 feet. 30 feet. Um, 30 feet. It went up 50 feet in the air. Something like mm-hmm. that, yeah. It's 30 feet and the thing's 50 feet in the air. Things fifty feet in the air, and the thunderclap is going to be three hundred feet, so it's going to knock us all over again. Potentially, no, 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 no. 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 The no? Thirty feet, the is, the, thirty feet is the stun. Three hundred feet is the sound. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I'm gonna. You'll hear the boom, but you won't feel the boom because it'd be up. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna throw the hammer of thunderbolts at that thing. You throw a hammer of thunderbolts straight up. What's the yep. worst that could happen? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm doing. Now, okay. to be fair, I actually did not plan for this occasion to take place where you'd be able to use the hammer of thunderbolts in a way that wouldn't injure the entire party. Unlike last time. Right. Last time. Yeah. (laughs) But also this thing wasn't planning on it either. No, not at all. Okay. So I hit the bright button this time and I got a 13 plus 11 for a 24. Wait. Yes. You, you, well, you have to roll. Actually, no, because the parasite is giving you pack tactics so that you only have to roll. Mm -hmm. I forgot um, what Ray of Frost did. It slows the target down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So did I hit but, it? Well, did... it's got the darkness has the disadvantage, but the parasite mm-hmm. gives advantage. So it would negate any advantage from yes, the darkness because you, you can't see it. You know it's up there, but it's in a 50 or what? How big is the inky blot? 15 uh, feet it, around it? It's a good 15 foot radius. Um, okay. With that, with that said, Zach aimed for the center of it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, would have been right over my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine, if you will, a worst bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I hit. I got a twenty-four on the dice with that one. Um, LFA in chat just said yeet. Not <laughs> <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I think I've, but, I've yeeted kobolds before. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, uh, but but yes, you so did it, hit, so you're rolling your damage. I did hit. All right, so rolling damage. Got uh, it's given me a four plus one plus eight for a thirteen. Okay, and now I'm going to have to make a roll to avoid being stunned, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. Let me figure out what that's supposed to be. Um, I have your character mm-hmm. sheet open. Thank uh, you. DC 17 Constitution saving throw. Okay. Memory Does Inky Black party? have good constitution? <laughs> Don't know. That's an excellent we'll question. Out. It actually doesn't have a bad constitution modifier, but um, not high enough for a roll of a three to be helpful. Oh, okay. Congratulations, you stunned the flying thing. I stunned the flying thing. <laughs> so I here's got... what happens. Okay. Zax throws... Their hammer straight, straight up. up. Mm-hmm. There is a shock wave that comes out of the sphere of darkness. Okay. And then the sphere of darkness drops down. Oh. You assume your hammer is also dropping down. Probably. I'm going to try to cut, catch the hammer if I can. <laughs> well, the hammer's inside the sphere of darkness. As soon as I see it, the sphere of darkness is going to be in on me pretty soon. If I can see it's, it, I'm going to grab it. it. The party was within melee range, so you were all within a 15-foot radius of this thing. Uh, okay. And the 15-foot radius sphere of darkness has now landed on the party. Also, okay. there's a sticking sort of squish sound. All right. Next, if I get oh, the yeah. hammer back, I'm going to try to hit that way. If not, I'm just going to punch it. <laughs> because it takes some falling damage. Yeah, I, I need to roll this. that. <laughs> it fell 50 feet. 
Yeah. It did. <laughs> ha! I rolled. Question. I rolled four ones. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and a four. It takes eight falling damage. Wow! I'm going to chalk okay. that up to moon gravity, even though sure mechanics wise, I can't be bothered with configuring moon gravity. Sounds plausible. Um, you said the tendrils were a spell effect. Yes. Are they concentration? They oh. are. <laughs> How interesting! <laughs> and stun things. Stun things can't concentrate, can they? No. Only I'm regretting life choices. <laughs> All That's right. an out-of-context quote right there. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> okay, so those of you who were restrained are not restrained anymore. Yay! Well, that worked out better than last time when I stunned, like, half of you. Accidentally. <laughs> right hit, Zax! Yeah, I gotta find my hammer now. Um, it's in there somewhere. It's in the dark. <laughs> uh, if I find that thing, I'm gonna punch it. Not the hammer. Okay. Snack. Thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, creature is back on the ground, but now enveloped in a sphere of darkness. Yes, because uh, it can't let you play well. <laughs> this is why you can't have nice things. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, Chroma did a ma- uh, did all right with hers ray of frost, but now we can't see the target. Uh, but we have adjacent allies, so advantage disadvantage gets kicked. And I think we'll just try to roll to see if we can hit it with Ray of Frost again, because I still have my elemental around. It's no longer restrained. That's a miss. <laughs> Firing blindly. Uh, elemental will try to saunter over and smash it with its fist. If only the elemental had pack tactics. Yes, unfortunately <laughs> it does not. So, oh, I hit caps lock. <laughs> yeah, you're shouting at the dice to make them look better. <laughs> yep. There's an app one oh. on the first attack. Oh, so that's on the elemental. No. He's just punching the ground. Punching the ground. It's pounding sand or <laughs> something like that. Okay, I'm going to copy and paste this whole thing. And a twenty-three for the final hit. A twenty-three is a hit. Okay, look up his damage because I have forgotten it from the previous week, and he hasn't hit yet. Twenty ten plus eight. All right, fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. It's not a fan. Okie dokie. Chroma. Well, I, I, believe, I believe we're not fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ballista, we're not um, tentacle in place anymore. I still feel them between my gears. Can I shoot it now? Oh, yes. Yes, you can. All right. Uh-oh. I'm going to apologize in advance in case I hit anyone that isn't, in fact, this horrible thing. Uh. And that's a 10, so that's not going to do it. Well, I can take a try, too. And that's also a 10. Oh, weird. <laughs> Same tap, numbers. Tap, tap, well, yes, it's which is darkness. why it's not a disadvantage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the sphere of darkness is not a concentration effect right now. Okay. Okay. It is Cogbucket's turn. They get to do something that isn't a death save. All right. So help me if JR gets the killing blow. <laughs> Dog. Dog. Never not funny. Okay, so... Well, it's a disadvantage. That was an 18, but also a 9. So, mm. it was a mighty swing. Better luck next time. And once again, the character I added for flavor is, in fact, there for flavor. <laughs> Neri, should I just ask how you want to do this? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you to roll first. <laughs> I, I really don't, though. Uh, that's a 29 to hit. Yes. 
I would say if, if you roll 29, that you you have rolled a yes. <laughs> uh, for 16 damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, wow. Yes! It had 10 hit points left. Uh, arrow through the eye. And when you get there, tell your boss we said no thank you. As it fades from sight and everything else that it conjured also sort of dissipates, you hear the voice in your head say, I will relay your message. We will meet again soon. We'll be ready. And it will be the same outcome. Many assume that once. Yeah, big talk for a squishy thing that we just beat up again. Do not mistake a scout for an army. And it's gone. We don't. Uh, right, where's my hammer? I'm going to go look around for it's it. It's right there. Oh, good. Hey. Oh, is it covered in goo? <laughs> it is, in fact, not. Whatever this awesome. thing was, when it went away, it went away completely. Uh, now, the blobby thing is still mostly there, as is the mechanical shell that it came out of, as is the strange worst spaceship that it was riding. Oh, I want to investigate the worst spaceship. Fantastic. Next, break. Next, we'll go look at the blobby thing. And that's Ellie is right on track, because that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, by the way. We're going to take a short break, because we've been playing for about an hour. We will be right back. Or will we? Yeah, yeah, we will. Or Bye. will we? Oh, the parasite's happy because he got lunch today. <laughs> and it wasn't me. Oh, and it wasn't yeah. me. Including the record button. No, if I press the record no, button it'll now, stop. it'll stop recording. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Indeed, we're back. Don't do that. And to, to recap, uh, the mission, the kobolds have been sent to a derelict pocket of folded space in order to make friends. Their ship is called the Red Fireball. It's flamboyant and speedy, but it has a constant odd smell. Along the way, you are challenged by a living asteroid that intends to follow the kobolds home like the largest puppy named Mamatu. Uh, oh, wait. No, this is Cobalt in Space. That's a different game. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I mean, we are Cobalt Which... and we are in space. Not the same. <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I'm basically on the website that Ellie scripted up, so you, you refresh the page and it's a whole brand new scenario, and I love this. It is glorious. It's awesome. It's really <laughs> it is, cool. Mm-hmm. It is really, really cool. Uh, but that, that's besides the point. No, at this point, there are two main objectives that you have discussed currently. One of them is Zenosha is very interested in figuring out what has happened to the Myconids, and there was some attempt at uh, songwriting to try to get where in the world is Carmen San Diego to match looking for my conids, and I'm here for all that content. But also, Chroma wants to figure out how all of this otherworldly technology works. So I'm going to resolve the faster thing first, and then the more complex thing second. Chroma, give uh-huh. me an investigation check. Um, let me get to that tab. Feel my pain. <laughs> Actually, I'm doing pretty good now. I only have four D&D Beyond tabs open. Wow. I know one of them's mine. 24! Ooh. Okay. 
if you had rolled a nat 20, uh, you, you might be stunned. Um, this is not Call of Cthulhu, so you don't have sanity points to lose. That's good. I don't think I had very many in the first place. <laughs> well, kobolds. True. Um, what you are able to understand with the 24, which is an excellent roll, is that you don't understand anything about this. It doesn't seem to be built in a way that is similar to anything you have ever seen constructed before. Oh, wow. It is, to you, a brand new form of technology. Now, the tech around the lock, that half-sphere that you encountered in the basement, Mm -hmm. that's very different from what you've encountered before as well. This is different by an order of magnitude and in a different direction. Wow. And the good news is enough pieces have been smashed and or melted and or frozen and or pummeled and or placed in a box, which is then placed inside a larger box, then mailed to yourself and smashed with a hammer. Sex! (laughs) Well, there was also an earth elemental involved, to be fair. Yeah. Does the earth elemental have a hammer? It kind of is one. Yeah, Yeah, it is one. (laughs) That's fair. In any case, there's enough pieces that are small enough that you can fit them into your bag of holding. Ooh. So you don't have to hang out at the bottom of this ravine for several sessions to try to figure things out. You can you can take it home. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Abominations. The DM, the DM giveth and the DM taketh away. Sometimes the DM giveth abominations. Sometimes the DM giveth things that then taketh away sanity. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. And I will taketh away bits of worst starship. <laughs> okay, so Chroma is busily scooping everything that will fit into her bag of holding into her bag of holding. Uh, JR sees that Chroma is doing this and immediately attempts to help. Zenosha, on the Aww. other hand. Uh, what you have discovered at this point, you discovered last week in real lifetime and a few minutes ago in game time. The Myconids are not here, and they were served an eviction notice, such as it is. So if you want to understand more about where the Myconids might be, you might need to go back. Well, I'm going to wait till people are finished here, because even with Wild Shape, I'm too much, too squishy to want to venture on my own with worst clouds hanging around. Well, I'll accompany Zenosha. I want to find out where the Myconids went. Yeah, I mean... Might be a while before she's done picking up all the pieces. Okay, yeah. well, as luck would have it, because this is a role-playing game, the DM will go over to that clock on the wall and spin the hour hand around a couple times and say that you've you've picked up everything that doesn't require you to take big pieces and turn them into smaller pieces. Right. We'll bring Cog Bucket. Well, not Cog Bucket. Fiddle Punch here sometime later. He'd, he'd probably be yeah. interested in checking this place out. Ooh, yeah. Oh, we got to make sure Cogs is... Uh... Or rather, JR is up and about. They're currently up and about. They have a whole five hit points. Right. Yeah, I used Healing Word on my first turn in combat for them. But all right. I, I remembered that, but I thought, for some reason, I thought your Healing Word was less than the hit points they had left. Or, or less well, than the hit points no, they, 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 they were No, they had counting. already made a death save, so no. <laughs> okay. oh, that's as far as you can go, yeah. Yeah, can't go to negatives. That's right, okay. Okay. Okay, so... You have done what you can here, and you walk back home. All right. Well, not home, but yeah, back to the Myconid Valley, and okay. look for signs of where they may have gone. 
We can leave the eviction notice. All all this happened in the the area where the Myconids had settled. Can we take another look at the eviction notice? Uh, Sure. My assumption is whoever found it kept it. So it probably, Zenosha's probably. I don't remember who's got it. If it was me, I'll open it up and take a look and hand it over to Chrome if I can't read it. Well, it's written in Draconic. All right. Any hints about where they might have gone? The writing on it without going word for word because there's. There are paragraphs, and you're fairly certain the decorative trim around the edge is more writing in legalese. It's like, it's written draconic, but at the same time, it is written in lawyer's cant. Mm. But there's a significant portion of it that is saying that, yes, this is an eviction notice, but don't worry, you can pack your things. We have found a suitable location which for which you can resettle with plenty of room and no current inhabitants. Other than other hmm. people who we are currently evicting. This sounds so, like uh, this we go to the good. place. Oh, what's his name? Sniff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Gotta do something about that guy. Girl. Day. Sniff. Yes. That one. Okay. So where's the right. place? It doesn't say. It gives um, a vague description of the area not currently being settled already. Plenty of information. Good sea air. And he's moving somebody else out of where he intends to move the Myconids. See, air? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds oh. like on the planet. Or they've got a way to produce oceans on the moon. Well, I mean, I have that if you wait long enough. Yeah. But yeah. Imagine, if you will, battalions one. of chromas. <laughs> <laughs> let's go find out exactly where they were evicted to. Yeah, let's go do that. Yeah, let's do that. That likely means a conversation with Sniv. It does. Yeah. Uh, okay. But we saved his life, so maybe he'll be amenable. True. I don't know. Literally Let me do during the, the fight, they were angry idea. that I didn't hit them with a lightning bolt to end the fight faster. I have an idea. A bunch of short people wearing uh, brown hooded robes <laughs> and glowing eyes are marching in a line. Ooh, are they going to sell neat tech? I would like to buy a droid. (laughs) They they have one that's named Dot Matrix. (laughs) And there's also a bunch of stunt doubles accompanying them. But never mind. Never mind. Fine. fine. Uh, So you head back, and as you get within sight of the Red Star, your flagship, which was partially disassembled when you left, with the promise that it would be put back together again, uh, you mm-hmm. see an angel ship parked next to it. Huh. Ooh! I bet they're making the first of the new helms. Or Could installing be. the first new helm. Let's go check it out. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is okay. out of character. Well, in character, but I'm not saying it. One of those moments when Neria wishes that the person with the very high wisdom weren't the person with the very fast voice. Or rather, were the person with the very fast voice. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, got uh, got backed up there for a second. Sorry. That is very fair. I was on dialysis for four hours today. I'm a little loopy. Yeah. Now they say wisdom comes with patience, so... So I need to heal more people? Oh, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> Chroma has inspiration. <laughs> Excellent. I had used it. I appreciate a good pun. 
And before anyone says something, yes, that was a good pun. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Some would argue that there's no such thing as a good pun. Those uh, people are wrong. <laughs> True. They're wrong. I, I know it's a matter of opinion. Anyway. Their opinion is wrong. So we're going to check out the angel ship. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we it, can let Chroma poke around for a little bit and then look for Sniv. In my head, Canon Chroma's already running towards faster it. than the rest of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Zenosha, um, Neri is going to ask to talk to Marwai. Okay. I'd be willing to see if I can make that arrangement. Thank you. Okay. So we've got two scenarios that are pending. Well, three scenarios that are pending, but let's resolve the first one first, because before anything else happens, you reach the angel ship, which from the looks of it was brought here, not under its own power. You're not quite (laughs) sure where they got the giant log that they place it on top of to roll it here. But apparently it has been sent. tractor. (laughs) (laughs) It was more along the lines of you could replace this angel ship with one of the large blocks that you see used in cartoons when they're building the pyramids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's still on top of those logs, which you have never seen trees like that on the moon. Uh, there, There are trees that are on the moon. Dax has started an orchard or five. Uh, that seems to be the main thing that Dax has been doing. Um, but nothing like wow, this. Wow, the Sinai. And there are a bunch of kobolds, most of whom appear to be, shall we say, inventors. Oh, okay. That are going in <laughs> and out of the angel ship. Or the scorpions pulling the angel ship across. <laughs> <laughs> and one inventor riding on top of the cockpit, wielding a whip, going, Mush! Mush! All right. What are they doing? Hello! Ah, hello! How's it going? It's going pretty good. We're, uh, building a helm. Great! And, Is the Red Star operational? Uh, we were told we weren't allowed to test it. Ah, uh, okay. Good. Is this still got all its parts? Uh... Is Fiddle Punch uh, uh, around? He's inside. Okay, okay. I'll go say hi to him. Okay, now when this particular kobold, who... Their head was sticking out of an apparent hatch in one of the angel ship's wings. Hmm. Um, it was the underside of the wing. Their head was sort of sticking out and they were upside down. Oh. Uh, they, <laughs> they motioned towards the main body of the angel ship when they say he's inside. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. All right. Let's, let's go talk to Fiddlepun. And once they're done talking to you, their head goes back inside whatever hole they stuck their head out of. And you just hear their voice slightly more muffled going... Man, this bad boy can fit so many jelly sandwiches in it. <laughs> I doubt jelly sandwiches are good sandwiches? for the helm. All right, let's go inside and talk to Fiddle Punch. Okay. You go inside the kobold scaled ship, which is rather convenient, considering kobolds built it. And okay. you see Fiddle Punch um, in the location where the new helm is being installed. The helm is not quite put all together, but it looks like Fiddle Punch is leading uh, the select few inventors that you've come to recognize as the, the ones he's decided are least likely to kill themselves in the process. Yeah. He's leading them through putting it together as opposed to him doing the work. Hey, Doc. Hi, Fiddle Punch. What's going on? Hey, it's going pretty well. We've only lost one and a half fingers. Excellent. And they weren't cobalt fingers, which is as relieving and disturbing as that might sound. 
Oh. Anyway, okay. is the Red Star okay? Is it operational? Uh, um. It should be. There were more attempts for there to be spare parts. I prevented that from occurring. That's good. Excellent. You're the best. <laughs> hey, uh, are you sure we need to install this thing? It just takes up a lot of space. That keeps it from exploding. Don't let the ship explode. I'm not hearing a yes, we need that. No explosions. Yes, we need that. You already have a ship. Yes, you need that. If this ship explodes, you die. And if you Whether survive. Whether or not you're on it. And if you survive and this ship explodes and hurts any of my friends, I'm coming after you. Put the thing back. Okay, so can we fit two of these in? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> One I'll let you figure out. that out. Bye. Talk to Kosha. What was that? I said talk to Kosha. Kosha. <laughs> Miri has inspiration. We're okay. going to go inspect the Red Star, just making sure if that's all right. Okay. Um, I will allow you to roll an investigation or perception check. Your pick. Everybody? Anyone who is going around looking at the Red Star to see if Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll um, perception. Um, roll I'm perception, going to go ahead the and... I'm going to roll perception. 23 for the area. for me. Let's see. I'm going to roll perception. Investigation. I'm going to put on my surprised face. <laughs> Come on, side. You can do it. 23 for Neary. I got the 23. <sighs> I see the 12 for Zax. Ooh, Zax gets... No, okay. 20! Chroma knows all the things. <laughs> and a 16. Okay, um, yeah, but Zenosha doesn't know anything about this ship stuff, so she's mostly checking out her farm, her farm supplies. Yeah. With a 16 for Zenosha, you're fairly certain that some of your mushrooms were harvested for maybe a light snack. I can live with that. For the rolls that are above 15, you are quite certain that nothing life-threatening has been altered. With any roll above 10, you are certain that your personal cabin area with but no one's touched your stuff let's put it that way with the exception of the mushrooms no one's touched your stuff matter of fact it appears that a certain tape seals have been put across the doors to the cabin areas where they don't prevent you from going through but you can't go through without breaking the tape seal mm. is that to keep the inventors out or to keep something in that's to keep the inventors out yeah okay. as a matter of if you go through we'll know and we'll yeah. let the people who live here know you did. All right, that makes sense. So does the Nat 20 tell me anything beyond the... It tells you that the ship has gotten an overhaul. If anything, it should actually work better than it did before. That's good to know. They even put it in your freshener. And the Neary just genuinely just cares about the chair and the operations. <laughs> hey, Neary, Fiddle Punch and the inventors did a good job. More fiddle punch than the inventors, probably, but they'll get there. Good for them. JR's chair better be here somewhere. I was gonna be just thinking about that, actually. JR. I need to roll for yeah. JR. Okay, JR goes over and sits in their chair, and... Excellent. They they sort of wiggle around in it a little bit, and then change their posture a little bit, and they, they look at the chair, they look at the one arm, look at the other arm, and they try to do their best imitation of a sigh as a being that does not require to breathe or even have lungs it can't actually sigh mm-hmm. uh, but they but, attempt to do it jay we need to get you some padding i think they may have altered my chair slightly i'll take a look at it um 
after we um, figure out where the eviction was, too, because we yeah. need to ask about that before I get distracted with carpentry. Yes. Oh, with your nat 20, I'll just carry this over. GR's chair has not really been altered. Oh. Well. You've just been out of it for so long. <laughs> I can take a look at it anyway. JR's had recent upgrades. Mm, yes, that too. Oh, right. So the, the, so the chair is what muscles needs to be now. altered. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That cops. Yeah. Okay. Before Chroma gets distracted, let's find out where the microphones went. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go pick her up this way. Come on. Got to go talk to Sniv. Not yeah, just want to, but I, we got to. I said that. I Chroma said has that. two default states, though. One, befriend things trying to kill us. Two, distracted. Hey, I befriend things that aren't trying to kill us, too. Okay, well, that's we got to go talk to Sniff. We befriend everything, but we do have to go talk to Sniff. Right, okay. right. So you know where Sniff's office is, so you can make a beeline for there. And there are two Dragon Shield kobolds that are guarding the, the door to Sniff's office, which is not new information. There's always been two Dragon Shield guards outside Sniff's office. Mm-hmm. Why they didn't come in to help the last time there was, say, a life and death situation inside Sniv's office is not something that's been brought up, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey! It is a mystery. Hey, I need uh, to oh. ask a question. What's the question? Um. Wait, 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 wait. So, Before, I got it, I got it. 42. That's so the answer. 42 of button. Even I'm concerned. So, wait, that's the answer. What? That's the answer. That means we can go inside. Oh. oh. Give me a deception check. <laughs> uh, maybe. Psychic <laughs> does seem to be struggling today. Yeah. Uh, natural 20 for a 21. Did you roll like a regular dice or is that... That's the... Um, no, that's the... Uh, I, I rolled on D&D Beyond. Ah, yeah, okay. D&D, oh, okay. Uh, I, I saw you roll in Sidekick, and then you declared... Yeah, yeah, it all happened. <laughs> Remembered that Sidekick is taking like a minute and a half to mm-hmm. yeah. roll. My concern, and I'm just going to be upfront with you, my concern was, oh my gosh, am I lagging? Is there something going on on my end where I'm not I getting die rolls completely. No, as, as soon as you said it, I realized what was going on. <laughs> okay. No, I, um, I rolled on D&D Beyond as soon as I remembered that, D, that Sidekick was lagging. Now taking bets on when we will get the result of this abandoned role <laughs> yeah. will be yeah. before or after Eventually. we end for the evening. <laughs> right. <sighs> because uh, it looks like my Twitch stream is currently in the red for broadcast. Oh. So, okay. Yeah. It, it's Everybody's playing on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, dropped frames. It's saying 25.3% dropped frames. Oh, but, doesn't sound but good. then this is an audio format. Oh. So, oh, not and worried came about in, images. Uh, Two, two, two full minutes later. With a six. There we go. Wow. But unfortunately, that means you've been talking about this die roll for two minutes. Um, yeah. So with your nat 20 versus their nat eight, <laughs> I am going to say that, oh, ah, that doesn't happen often. Oh, fantastic. Well, go right in then. Thank you. All right. They nothing of it and they get the door for you. Oh, wow. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. On your way in, as they're closing the door, you hear one dragon shield saying to the other dragon shield, they're really nice people, you know? Yeah. It's great to let you know that that was the right answer. Yeah. I'm surprised I guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> Neri has the wisdom to not say, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Where is Sniv? Uh, Sniv is behind their desk, moving papers from one large pile to another large pile and grumbling. Hi, we Hi, need Sniv. to know where the uh, myconids went so that I can make sure buttons with them. Also, we murdered something that threatened the kobolds. Right, we did that too. Yep, big squishy thing. Yep. We're pretty sure it possessed a kobold that turned into a big squishy thing with multiple mouths too. That too. Yeah, kind of looks the same, kind of smelled the same, probably is. So, Sniv has looked up at you <laughs> when you started speaking, and he just sort of stares at you as you say these things. And then he breathes in, holds it, breathes out slowly, takes the one paper he's been looking at at the top of one pile, and he puts it over to the other pile, breathes in again. I have had a very long day, and I imagine you have had possibly a longer one. Although yes, I will not be taking bets. I didn't hear that. Although I will not be taking bets. Hmm. You say you Where's found the a large squishy thing. Yep, it's dead. Well, uh, it's, it's hard to describe because it it didn't have any real form. It, it had a lot of tentacles and an eye in the middle. Dissipated. But yeah, something like that. It was almost it a was cloud an alien the with no true shape from another world with an eye at the center that threatened us because. It was a scout in a battle between its master, who lives in a gas giant, and the Migo, who we've never heard before and whom I need to ask Marwise about. The Migo? Yes, Migo. That's what it said. Are they any relation to the U-Stop? We don't know. We doubt it. We don't know. They didn't mention that one. I don't... Marwise might know, which is why I need to talk to her. Right. Well, where's the Myconids? Check, and I have no idea. You have no idea where the Myconids are? No, I'm dealing with the more pressing matter. The the things from other worlds. Do I still have the eviction notice? Yeah. Or I'm going to add it. They were given this. By your clerk, who got, um, thingied. Yeah. Well, we're not well, sure that's... about that, but I suppose that is a safe bet. Well, that seems to be an error. I don't recall sending any eviction notices to any evil, formless horrors. No, no, no. The Mycons no, no, no. aren't evil, formless horrors. They're the mushroom people. Well, yes, I know. I sent them the eviction notice. Okay. So where, so where did you send them? Well, down to the surface, of course. Where on the, the surface? Where? Circulus? Well, what other surface would there be? Listen, oh. we've been in space for a long time. Look, we are on a moon, but that's an atmosphere. This isn't space. Let me put it a different way. I haven't been back to Circulus for probably the better part of a year. Lucky so you. let's just confirm that... When you say the surface, you mean circulus. I do. All right. And who did you How pick did they out get of where you sent them? Oh, anyone that was, you know, squatting. So the, the Myconids, we found a nice location for them that was free of, shall we say, horrible spider creatures. We didn't think that pacifists would very do very well against the, such things. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, and, and the War Force, we found a nice location for them full of... Mineral Where? resources for them to harvest. There aren't many of those on the moon unless they start disassembling things, and frankly, I'd rather they didn't. Where'd you send them? Oh, down to the surface, of course. You want to be more and, specific about that? And every now and then we find some lizard folk from... Apparently there was a ring world? That's fascinating, right. but... Yes. Uh, the lizard folk seem to appreciate having a more natural environment. They're not very fond of the moon, so... Once they understood that we were taking them away from all of this, they were very interested in being evicted. Huh. 
Uh, Yuri is not going to say anything, but she has a very, very, very bad feeling about this. None of this sounds right at all. All right. Well, there's only one button here, and it's that one, and it doesn't do anything right now. I haven't hired a new butler. No, 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 no. I mean, um... One of the mushroom people was named Button. They were a young child by mushroom people standards. And they get everywhere, and I need to make sure they didn't get left behind. We'll find them. So I need to go down to the Myconids and ask. We need to talk to Marwise now. Thank you. Bye! We'll let you get back to your paperwork. Have a good day! I really wish this was one, but okay. Uh, as you reach the door, um, you you hear Sniv call out, Oh, one, one thing. Huh? I, I do appreciate everything that you have been doing lately. You have been very valuable assets for our wonderful Cobalt Enterprise. If you were so inclined, I don't see why you couldn't take a day off. Maybe take your Red Star out for a joyride or two. Possibly off to any particular location where you might care to go. That sounds lovely. A vacation is just what we need. Yes, matter of fact, I hear there's a small island off the coast of the Orklands. Wonderful this time of year, in fact. Oh, thank, thank you. you. You are. We appreciate the recommendation. Okay, and then Sniv looks down at this paperwork and sighs again. I'm going to wait till I know we're out of earshot uh-huh. of him. Same. And say... Mm-hmm. I think he just tried to give us formal permission to to check on the Myconids and slightly hint at where they are. I think you're right. Uh Uh-huh. Let's go do some exploring. I don't know. I don't don't trust Niv. Oh, my fiddle punch to look over our ship, make sure it's safe. Oh, fiddle Fiddle punch. I looked over our ship. Uh, Yeah, fiddle punch certified it's safe. Oh, okay. I missed that. All right. And then Chroma certified the certification. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So uh, let's, uh, let's take a nap. And then go exploring. Uh, let's let's, re- let's yeah. do one more thing. Uh, sorry, let's, I couldn't let's, hear you. Let's Columbo and do one more thing. Huh? Because okay. Neri wanted to seek out Marwise. Right. That's true. So let, let's resolve that. Okay. Right, I'm not going to require, like, you, you know where Marwise hangs out, so you can just go to Marwise. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I might make Zenosha extra quiet because it's, Sometimes a little bit harder for me to switch modes, but yeah, I got no problem flipping back into Marwise. Greetings, younglings. What can I do for you? Hi. Um. I have completed what were my homework. About again? Gr hands you a stack of papers. By the way, it's about three <laughs> inches thick. Wow. Uh, is this a book? Because I'm certainly willing to get this bound in in the printing press, but uh, if Without this is requiring- about. Any roles, you realize that this is homework you assigned about a month ago? Oh, uh, this is the Tiamat homework. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, now, now, I'm, now I'm on the right page. Yes. But it's like, oh, okay. It, um, it's I'll a few more pages long, like maybe <laughs> it, a few more volumes larger than what you assigned. Although rudimentary examination reveals that the page length has been increased by multiple drawings in crayon. They have been most di- diligent. All right. Well, I'm not going to remove any points because this was a bit late. I'll go ahead and get this graded and get back to you. Is not all anything? the drawings, by the way, are on topic, and many of which involve <laughs> Cogbucket JR in full paladin garb smiting Tiamat repeatedly. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, even Marwise recognizes that JR is younger than the rest of the group, which is already pretty young, mm-hmm. so... They, they were probably trying to make a few months polite ago. notes. 
I, I'm going to stop interrupting. Yeah, I was Doc, just saying she's going to make a few polite notes. You know, try to encourage him, but also try to say, learn to stay on topic. Right. Doctor, we've run into evidence of a war between creatures we don't know the name of who take the shape of tentacled shadows with eyes and a race called the Mego. Oh, did this war happen on anything? Did this war happen on Circulus? Do you know about how long ago I can try to cross-reference a few I know the nameless thingies showed up on Circulus at some point and wanted a cube like I have right here. Look! And we ran across one of the shadows on the moon. Right, and we killed it. Kind of. Yes, it called itself a scout. Yeah. Okay, so Migos and Formless Voids that may or may not appear on Circulus and sock indistinct cubes. Uh, cube. It's this... I mean, it might not be this one in specific, but it's like this one. The shadow creature said that if we didn't take a side in the war, then we were siding against it. A lot of large empires will often take that all-or-nothing approach. That's not too unusual, but uh, give me a few minutes. I'll see what I can find. And thankfully, I have a nice history bonus because Marwai yeah. rolled a two and got a total of... <laughs> I would also wow. accept religion. Okay. Better. 16 total. Okay. Um, what's killing me is the kobolds in a previous pack tactic season found a cube, but it was season one before Marwise joined. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so that cube means oh, nothing to Marwise. If, if you were nope. showing that to Daldane or Zeely or... Um, Gox or socks. Well, socks. You you would trigger some PTSD. Yeah, don't don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I'm but, not sure I want to ask Zeli to make an Arcana check. Zeli wouldn't need an Arcana check if you showed the cube to Zeli. Zeli would remember mm-hmm. because that cube is how uh, that group met Tim. Yep. yep. Indeed. Also, there's three winged kobolds that would recognize it also, maybe, from their childhood, but they were very, very young when they used it by accident. I think one of them Are, survived. Yeah, I was well, going to say, two, two of them were dead. killed, but there was a period of time where everyone who died was brought back. All uh, right. Okay. Yeah, it's, I, I would be remiss right. as a DM if I said that didn't happen when it was expressly announced repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that okay. that was going to so be so we thing. have Anamata and Pia back yes yeah. except Mata is several levels higher now yes <laughs> yes Archbeth you're absolutely right yeah. um, not on her watch so with a 16 um, you know that there are older beings than the deities that are commonly worshipped by kobolds and other mortal races um, your deity in particular, Agma, is fairly young so far as gods go. Uh, he ascended only a few thousand years ago as opposed to millennia ago, and he's been something of a world hopper. Um, he only recently came to Faerun. You brought him over. He thanks you for that. Actually, he did thank you for that personally, or it could have been hypoxia. It could have been both. <laughs> um, I remember that episode. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. But before that, he was in Faerun, but he's not from Faerun either. He's from a place beyond that. Um, but there are beings that are far older than that, and their motivations are often incomprehensible beyond the whole, 
let's destroy reality as it is. Let's reject your reality and substitute our own. They are the Adam Savages, if you will, of the Pantheon. Hmm. Funny okay. note, Adam Savage was quoting a movie called Dungeon Master. I did not know that. I'm dead serious. Wow. I, I was thinking he was being serious, and I appreciate this new information. Also, apologies to Adam Savage for describing him as a, an unknowable abomination from the dark spaces between the stars. <laughs> oh, why would you apologize? He would enjoy that. <laughs> um, but in any case, you know these things exist, and they tend to, if you catch their ire, it's usually not good. Uh, now, unfortunately, with the role that you made for your history check, if you had rolled higher, I would have said that you remember some stories from your kobold companions from season two. And you'd be able to fill in some gaps. But with that role, I'm going to say that those conversations have slipped your mind, possibly intentionally. You, you may have tried to unthink those things after a while. Okay, that's fair. So, younglings, I have some bad news. You know how some gods are older than others? Uh-huh. There are some things that call themselves gods that are even older than that. And um, they tend to be quite powerful, quite unfriendly. Their motives are hard to pin down, but if you tend to catch their attention, it doesn't usually work out well. So uh, whatever is going on with this, please tread carefully. Uh, and don't feel afraid to call us. Yeah, don't worry. worry. Uh, I already made it angry. You know. We will do Should I call my best. friends and get you to another plane of existence? No! I can do that on my own, actually. No! Right here. No! No, no, no. No! no. We, can, we can handle things. I don't mind fighting we it again. can't handle things, we'll, we'll call you, but I promise we will do our best to protect the Circle of Tales and all its people. Yeah, and, and don't take your early success to mean too much. I, I don't mean that to sound too cruel, but yeah, what you thought really was some sort of scout. If these things were a dragon, an elder dragon, what you thought would be a mouse. And that's not even doing the scale justice. Okay. Understood. But uh, on that basis, even if we personally left the plane, uh, they'd still be coming. Understood. I'll and try to find out more and prepare in what ways I can. I need to get into that locked room. In the Which meantime. Room? Huh? Um, forget I said anything. Okay. <laughs> in the meantime, as weird as this is to say, we have a vacation to take. Yep. Chroma waits at Marwise in, about the vacation. Marwise looks at you even more confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story. I love this game so much. <laughs> and that's, I think, where we're going to end it for tonight, because we have been playing for over two yeah, hours. Yeah, that's probably reasonable. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Seems like a nice beat to stop on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and next week, the beach episode. <laughs> Well, maybe. We're anime now. <laughs> I think we always were. Uh, in some ways, yes. <laughs> so, in, in wacky hijinks ensuing, always yes. Uh, so, thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight, we were joined by a bunch of incredibly awesome people, including Ellie, EO, Jen, Matt, Cindy, Archbeth, LFA. Let's do a few quick plugs. So... Ellie runs a social network, Elek, E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z, and it is running on Glitch, which is like Mastodon, fully compatible. So if you are on an activity pub 
themed social network. You can follow us, our social details, and also those of us who have Twitter, those social details are available in the cast page, which is linked in the show notes. And also a thing that I referenced, so I should probably bring up, if you go to node.noel.codes slash kobold, there's a thing. And that's all I'm going to say about that for now. But there's a thing. Hmm. And it's good. Eo's mom writes books, and you can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Jen has a blog and podcast. You can get those at bookofjen.net. Matt's brother-in-law writes books, and you can get those at nogodsbeforeus.com. And I seem to recall that he was writing a children's book. That was yep. his next uh, plan of action, yes. Yep. Yes. And I know it's possible to shift gears, but at the same time, looking at the fiction that he's written... <laughs> looking at... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cthulhu's first day at school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Mrs. Cthulhu, but we caught your child sleeping during class. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. That's also a lie. I am not sorry that I am not sorry. And we have a Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on. Join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time, this is Crash saying, what could possibly go wrong with that thing that Chroma brought up about a certain room? That she wants to go to before the beach episode. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.